You gotta have something to cope. Exactly. I drink copious um, amounts of coffee, and my dog just drugs. All right. Uh, welcome back, everybody. To this show. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're back. We are back today. We're <laughs> back and not tired at all because this episode was a freaking doozy. Yeah, we're uh, we're back in form. Uh, for those of you unaware, <laughs> I'm I'm Brad. I'm Hayden, and this is Titanomaki, the podcast where we talk about DC Titans and what a mess it is. And uh, yeah, for those of you for those of you who maybe just tuned in, uh, the last episode was episode four, which um featured the Doom Patrol, and it was actually decent. Yeah, it was all right, and uh, you know, it kind of ruined us a little bit because. We, we were like, uh, we were a little tired and we weren't a hundred percent sure what to say, but this week, oh yeah, we are, we are back on full Titans. Oh. Scale one to Titans. This was Titans. The boys are back in town and they weren't ready for this bullshit. <laughs> oh no, no, they were not. Um, so some stuff before we get into this episode, uh, well, we've been meaning to watch this and, uh, we got delayed because, uh, Jess, my girlfriend and I both got colds and we didn't need this type of negativity in our lives <laughs> um, and then in in the intermittent time i think between like uh episode four and episode five you i think you watched all of season one of stranger things right hayden yes i like binge watched it in like a day and a half and was like staying up until like 5 a.m i'm like this is so good and then yeah. i had a revelation while brad and i were talking was it was it just like in like text chat or were we on voice chat i don't remember I I think it was text chat, but go on, go on. Cool, but whatever. I had a revelation just while talking with you, and um, I realized that the way Raven or Rachel is written in the series is she's just a shitty knockoff Eleven from Stranger Things. Like, yeah. It's so, it's blatant. It's right there. She is the token yeah, it's child. Yeah, right on the money. Like, she has, like these weird powers and it's just i'm like oh my god just the way they write her as well i'm like this is just 11 yeah and i hate it because 11 is such a good character and raven in the comics is so fucking good oh yeah absolutely um so the other thing i think i wanted to note is that this is a tradition that goes back a while um to uh fuck like well like you can think of like the last of us or like um Logan, which runs on the same concept with Logan, especially mm -hmm. with uh, X-23 having, like, a lot of the same powers as, like, Wolverine does. And it's like, oh, yeah, you got to protect the girl. Well, yeah, but that makes sense. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, obviously, those things are better written than this. It's just this, mm -hmm. this, this is definitely, like, running in a trend. Obviously, Stranger Things was not the first thing. Stranger Things, in a lot of ways, is not the first thing for anything it really does. It's a lot of recycled stuff from, like, 80s stuff, but... This especially feels like that, but just sort of running on fumes for, like, uh, American TV and other shows that are similar that have come out in the past 20 years, which uh, we'll, we'll get into when we actually start talking about the episode. Uh, the other note that I have here before we actually talk about the episode is you wanted to mention again very, very quickly, I think, that Nuclear Family is... Uh, weird it's it's a weird inclusion into this story yeah it feels really weird to me because i was reading up because i was not familiar with the nuclear family um mm -hmm. and there's such an 
old concept. Like that's from a long time ago. As far as I know, because it's been a okay. People can correct me if I'm wrong because I have not kept up with Titans comics in a really long time. But um, I don't think they've come up since like the early runs in DC because I couldn't find like any recent stuff. And I just think it's weird that of all things to write into your new series, it's weird that they chose the nuclear family of all things. Like there's so much to choose from. And it's weird that they went with that. And yeah, I as opposed to like the hive or something. Like, yeah, the hive would have made so much more sense because in the comics, Brother Blood, want, we've discussed this before on the show, but it's like Brother yeah. Blood, like there's that cult and they want Trigon's ability. They want to like use Raven and get the powers of Trigon, blah, 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 all that bullshit. And it's just like, so why do we have nuclear family unless they're leading into like having the cult of trigon and the nuclear family is just like pawns but if that's the case we're halfway through season one you'd think they'd have shown a little bit of the cult you know what i mean yeah yeah i mean we so i i guess spoilers um we, we should get into the episode before we talk too much about yeah. this but i mean the nuclear family obviously won't be coming back after this episode we're we're not going to see them anymore because uh, their heads exploded, so I don't know. <laughs> Thank God, I forgot about that. Actually, yeah, they're all dead, so we're we're done yeah, with them. And it ended with a shit one liner. We're we're done with the guy that made them too. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was really shitty. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, let's actually get into the recap. Do you want me to recap? Yep, you do recaps okay. and I commentate. We this is our format by now, Brad. <laughs> This is true. I, I I sit there furiously taking notes during the episode. Exactly. Um, okay, so so first off, we we start off with the information. I don't remember the exact order that this is given in, but uh, jumping all the way back to episode one of Titans. Um, so it's assumed. Uh, well, uh, Raven Rachel's mom gets her fucking head blown open by a Trigon cult member in episode one. Oh, yeah. Uh, in episode five, we find out that she's a suspect, despite, like, um, there's not really a motive established, and, like, they don't find anything in the house that would lead them to believe, because you see the police searching there. Yeah, and it's, like, not, like, anything that was used against her mother, like, had her fingerprints on it. It's, like, she was shot, right? Yeah, exactly. She was shot, and the gun has... Like, does not have Rachel's fingerprints on it. And you'd think if they were proper cops, which in this show, I don't think those exist. Um, seeing as Richie Grayson can jump from one precinct to another and just be like, what up? I have fucking jurisdiction here. Grapes. Yeah. Uh, it, it doesn't make any goddamn sense. No. Um, like most of this show. Yes, that's true. Even even from the perspective of lazy cops, I'll say that. What we see in episode, I think, three is that not only did uh, Rachel flee the scene and then go to the police and say, my mom has been shot and people are trying to get me. Yeah. Um, She also, uh, well, she gets abducted by a fake officer, uh, which uh, Richie Grayson definitely should have reported. Yet yeah, that guy, some guy just took uh, a girl that we had in custody, uh, protective custody. 
Um, we should probably, I should probably report that to somebody here. Yeah, you'd so, think. So, uh, you, you'd think, and that, I don't know if that guy even got arrested, because we know didn't in episode he, no, no, one. No, no, didn't he die in episode one? No, 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 the Trigon cult member died. The I fake think... cop, the fake cop, okay, so th- this is a plot hole, so either, either Richie... <laughs> I'm staring, okay, so, like, wide-eyed, trying to remember what the fuck happens in this show. So, the show pretends, mm-hmm. at least in episode one, they say so that when Richie has that super violent scene where he's, you know, mm-hmm. robbing around and then he's like, don't touch your daughter again or whatever. Yeah. Like, to that to that drug dealer guy yes. or, or whatever. Um, They say at the police station afterward that he didn't kill anybody, that this uh, whoever did this didn't kill anybody. I, uh-huh. I remember that. So, they pretended that that is the case. So, um, it's worth noting then that, uh, later in that episode, mm-hmm. uh, when Rachel gets kidnapped by a Trigon cult member and fake cop, mm-hmm. fake cop, or maybe, I forget if it was cop hired from different police station, which I think it was. I think we confirmed that that was the case from like the second or third episode. Yeah. Um, Richie seems to knock him out and then go grab Rachel. And then Rachel had, uh, with her darkness goo killed uh the cult member yeah no i remember that because she like had it she made it like go inside him and he like exploded so maybe fake cop does not know that trigon cult member killed rachel's mom but i if, if he was in uh? league then we, we're, we're left to conclude one of two things because he didn't get interviewed or uh anything by the police either well one of three things i guess either one he got Killed by Richie, which contradicts, at the very least, what they say in episode one. I mean, like, it totally looks like Richie kills people. It looks like Robin is going around murdering people without much recourse. I mean, it looks like literally everyone in this show is going around murdering people, Brad, because yeah, the choreography he... is shit. <laughs> yeah, because they don't, they don't know whether to decide whether they're just murdering people. Which, I mean, Starfire just straight up murders people, but Richie is not supposed to? A- anyway, anyway, it doesn't matter. Um... So, uh, Richie either murdered him or he killed himself, which that would be important to bring up. I mean, you'd think, but... Uh, yeah, or he, <laughs> or he escaped. Like, I... they just left him there. Like, ru- like Richie was like, uh, oh, it'll be dealt with, and then just brought Rachel out, and then they just peaced out, and then she said that thing about monsters. That sounds about right. Or his head exploded, like the nuclear family does in this episode. Which, again, also, would that would have been important to show. Would it? Yeah. The uh, show don't tell a thing that's important, Brad. Is that something this show needs we, to learn? They, they have neither shown nor told. <laughs> so what? They need to decide on one of these routes. Um, they sure do. So, but writing right, is hard. Oh, yeah. And not only that. Not only that. Not, ignoring the fake cop. They, <laughs> they have the cops searching Rachel's house in episode uh-huh. three. Right after her mom dies, Starfire breaks in and assaults both of the police officers there because she's looking around for information on Rachel and then runs away. So you would assume if somebody like at a crime scene broke in and assaulted the police officers and ran, you would assume they were probably the criminal. You so know, how the fuck do they think that Rachel did it? I don't, Brad, it's like, because... Their shitty plot needs it. I don't know. It is not. It, even even if you want to say these are lazy, shitty cops, which, like, America has 
a plenty. That is like the I mean, primary mode of cop in the United States. Yeah, no, that's that's fine. They are at least racist enough and can put two and two enough to go. The black lady that came into the house and assaulted the police officers probably shot the white lady that was living there. That it's not true, but it would be reasonable to assume and it would be logical to assume for a racist cop. Yeah. And it would or even just a cop to be like, "Hey, the lady that assaulted the police officers at the crime scene probably did the crime." It's like she has dark skin and bright pink shitty hair. Yeah, you can't really mistake her for Rachel either. It's not like, "Oh yeah, that's No, exactly. That's definitely the little teen girl. She had pastel hair, so uh same person because we're colorblind-ish, I guess. I don't fucking know. Anyway, uh so that's that's a detail that we start this episode off with. So uh last episode god i'm just trying to get to even starting um <laughs> the last episode ended with the doom patrol for whatever reason entrusting beast boy into the care of richie and starfire murderers extraordinaire yeah who these people broke into their home yes and they're just like go with him i'm like i'm sorry what Richie, by the way, in the previous episode, almost beat a man to death in front of his child. I, um, yep. For information that he barely had. Um, because Titans, that's why. <laughs> because Titans. Uh, so, so Beast Boy is now with them, or Tiger Boy, because he can only transform into a tiger right now. Um, and they do call him Tiger Boy. My my favorite Teen Titans character, Tiger Boy. <laughs> um, so ti- Tiger Boy... Uh, is now with Rachel and Richie and Starfire. And we start off um, with, uh, well, we start off with Dr. Adamson, who's the guy who, like, uh, created the nuclear family, who did, like, all the tests to make them or whatever. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, we got to replace the dad. And then they brainwash this guy, and then he gets sent to uh, replace the dad. Uh, you, I do have a note here that's important that you hate it, because, like, whenever he's making uh, breakfast, because he's just cooking all the time, because he is... He's the healing guy from Heroes who, um... Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, he's the shitty healing guy from Heroes who uh, gets killed at the end of season one by the, um... Uh, the black dude who can face through walls. Um, so he... He's, like, making an he, omelet or something. He's, like, making an omelet. Uh, but you you got mad because his egg came out and it was a bloody embryo. It was, like, a chicken embryo and I didn't get mad. I got triggered because that's happened to me before. I think I was like 11 and I cracked open an egg because I wanted to make a fucking omelet. And there was a, like a chicken in there. And I like the thing that triggered me is that he still made it into an omelet. Like he just yeah, cause... started whipping it with the chicken. And I'm like, I get, I get it. He's evil. Therefore, eats a whole chicken embryo yeah and like bad omen or whatever and i get that eggs are technically chicken periods but you know what i don't give a fuck that's disgusting and i hate it it's pretty gross i hate this show yeah don't worry that we're done talking about the subject you can you can eradicate that memory from your mind after this podcast i will i'm gonna pour bleach in my eyes (laughs) don't don't do that uh I'm so kidding. I still need my my eyes to act. You still need your eyes to watch the next episode of Titans. Ugh. Okay, so uh, so uh, it's them checking into a motel. Uh, it's Richie, Rachel, uh, Starfire, and uh, and Tiger Boy. 
And they they argue about staying at like a nicer hotel, and it, like it doesn't doesn't fucking matter. Uh, basically, I imagine it was just cheaper to film there, probably. Richie says it's because they don't want to attract attention. It doesn't it doesn't fucking matter where it was stay. in the budget. <laughs> and and yeah, he says something about like you can see from all angles, but like if you're staying on like the the twentieth floor of like a I don't know, like an embassy suites or like a Marriott or whatever. It's you. They're not. They're you're not going gonna, to know they have. They they're not going to helicopter in. No, exactly. And his thing is like, no, you can like see them coming or whatever. And I'm like, they still don't see them coming. It's like you still don't see them coming. Like you're. <sighs> I hate it. Richie Grayson is a fucking set, idiot. Yeah, or you could set up like a drone. You could set up like a drone outside. Exactly. It, it doesn't matter. Um, Ugh. So, um, so they, they check into this motel, this motel, and immediately the lady that runs the motel wants to have sex with Richie Grayson, which I like, don't. Like, immediately. Like, immediately. Like, I'm not fucking around here. It isn't like they have, like, three scenes together and then she's in love with him. It's like, immediately whenever he walks in, she's like, oh, I'll, uh, I'll leave the door unlocked tonight or whatever. And then he's like, hmm, I don't, I don't know about that, but thanks, uh, I'll, thanks, um, so, uh, goes back and then they're getting ready and then he's like, all right, we need to, uh, we need to work as a team. Cause that's what the, uh, that's what, that's what the, uh, nuclear family had on us. They're, they're a team. And I, at the time, whenever I got ambushed with Hawk and Dove, we were not a team. So we got fucked up, which isn't entirely true. Um, Hawk and Dove were a team, uh, and they got fucked up largely because, just there there were more of them is one yeah. thing um also they weren't in their costumes which apparently this episode seems to establish that the costume in and of itself maybe because it has like hardened armor or whatever is is like a super suit is like a batman suit almost where it's like like in the movie where it's like oh yeah this is hardened it's like bulletproof or whatever so like it makes you stronger or some some sort of exoskeleton um so anyway ignoring that he's like all right so we got we got to work as a team also i'm ignoring the fact that starfire literally found the dad of the nuclear family uh in her first appearance whenever she meets the nuclear family not not her first appearance but the first time she meets the nuclear family she toasts the dad she just immediately nukes him in a fireball and he's dead um yeah no she doesn't fucking hesitate it's just like all right there's not a fight there's no fight (laughs) she just fucking kills him um we don't we don't necessarily need the teamwork per se probably not um but whatever i get it you you want you want to make sure that we're all good which by the way you you have now recruited tiger boy into a mercenary life where you where he has to fight for his life the doom patrol truly fucked up by giving him to these people would you agree no i would sorry i just got a message and just got angry but um we'll go to that later but um the Doom Patrol were, like, basically ambushed by fucking Richie and Starfire and just, like, I know she's Cory in this, but I don't want to say Coriander all the fucking time. I don't care enough. But, um... It doesn't matter. It's, it's whatever. But, um, like, they basically just bust into their fucking house and then <laughs> they're like, okay, you can go with them, I guess. I'm like, um... What? Yeah, and immediately, immediately this episode... Beast Boy almost gets killed by the nuclear family. So, yeah, exactly. Like, you, it's like you've you... immediately made a calculated failure. No, exactly, and they're just uh, stupid. 
it, it it's literally just you need to go join the titans because you're part of the show that's there's no other reason like there's no justifiable reason for them to send him along with rachel um so so uh richie's like all right we gotta we gotta get ready for this and then Starfire like blows up like a tractor, which um may have been somebody's tractor in the off season that may have needed that for farming. So that's that that happens. Yeah, I don't understand. It's just like that's someone's property. Like why um like why is that a thing? Yeah. Um I just, the, uh, yeah. It's not like a cartoon where you can like blow something up and like fix it in this there is no like you know there's nothing like that where you can throw someone's card and it's an okay thing they're basing this in the real world yeah so and like where there's like consequences apparently but it's yeah like, but there, there's there's not when it doesn't matter i hate it i hate everything yeah no it's awful um so you actually got really mad i remember because i yeah. have written down here that starfires well yeah in general with this episode you got really mad <laughs> Um, Starfire's power, uh, or the source of our power completely changes here. It's not her emotions. It's, uh, it's the good old, good old sun. It's the good old sunshine. And they made it a thing. So she's Superman. So she's Superman, basically. And they also made it a thing that because she gets her powers from the sun, she's weak at night. I'm like, are you a solar battery? Like, what is happening? Well, she... Even a solar battery would like retain power. You you'd assume that it would be like, oh yeah, my powers. I would lose my powers if I was like underground for like a week. Not like it's been nighttime for about three hours. Or maybe maybe she just wasted all her energy boning Richie. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that was, well, that was the thing. We'll we'll get we'll get there. Um, but I I do recall that you were very angry that the source of the power changed, which it's not the sun anywhere else. I believe. No, as far as I know. And like people can correct me if I'm wrong, but as far as I know, there's that's not a thing. Yeah. Um. So. So she blows up the truck, and then uh, well, Beast Boy reveals Tiger Boy reveals they need to get naked to transform, which is weird. And I'm like, why do you have dumb. to werewolf this? And also, it just like takes forever for him to transform. It's like- 15 seconds for him to change form yeah i'm like so you're useless in a fight is what you're telling me yeah and he he it looks the transformation looks like the dr jekyll mr hyde transformation from league of extraordinary gentlemen it sure does it's it's just like the generic like you know he's like he's like hulking out but he's like slamming the ground and then his haunches like turn to claws or whatever and it's like uh yeah, and I'm like, I don't even care that he's not green all the time anymore. Like, that's just a not thing for me. I'm like, okay, whatever. But like, uh, Ra- Rachel sees his penis as well. In oh this yeah, episode. they've all seen his dick now, and they comment on it. And I'm like, this is yeah, stupid. So I'm like, yeah. So there's your first dick, Rachel. What do you think? Well, her first dick was uh was Mr. Grayson here. Ha <laughs> ha, womp womp. Oh, uh, that's terrible. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) i'm just let's just let's just keep walking past that joke Uh, so so then well then rachel oozes out for a little bit and then yeah um, because they like try to convince they're like you have to show off your your powers your powers now rachel and she's like i can't your powers now rachel that's my richie grayson impression uh cast me that's a good one um (laughs) 
And um, they make her do it anyway. And she's like, I can't control it. But they're like, no, you have to like learn to control it, which is fair. But also, like, <laughs> I how did they like make her stop using her powers again? I can't uh, remember. Starfire just threw out like a flamethrower to make the uh, ooze go away. So we uh, know yeah. that Rachel is now weak to light, which um, which yeah, is she's weird. weak to light. Uh, so yeah, it's all it's all just surface stuff. Emotions don't play a lot into it now. Um, so yeah, uh, so they ask what Richie's power is. And his response is, I can keep you all alive. Yeah. Like, fuck off. Like, fuck off. That's not a fucking power. Just just say you have martial arts skills and like, like, you know. I, kn- I, have, I know martial arts. I'm a cop. I, so I have like basic training like that. And I'm like, you don't you have, have like, to say tools. that you were like molested by Batman. You don't have to. Okay, that's not a confirmed thing, but that's our theory. <laughs> it's, it's, it's our theory. Um, It's... It's also like you you have theoretically unlimited money that Alfred could give you. And also like you have this is a universe where there's like mutants and we confirm that with like the Ice Lady and the Doom Patrol and like the Slug Lady and uh Ro- Robot Man and and uh Negative Man and all this other stuff. So this is a world of magic and like mutations and things. We know that Batman exists in this universe, yeah. and we see we see Dove wearing a Superman T-shirt, which leaves lots of implications up in the air. So, like, so that's weird. Uh, but okay. So I don't know if Superman's real or not. Uh, but the point is that like magic essentially is real in this world. Ra- Rachel also proves this. So like Batman presumably has to have an arsenal to like deal with this type of thing, which you would presume then Richie would as well. So it would be like, oh yeah, I have I have these things. He only uses the Robin ranks. I yeah. don't think I saw him use a grappling hook. I think he used a stick. I, I think, think he, he had like a, a. I think he had a bow staff, staff in the first episode, but I can't okay. remember if he had it in this one. I can't remember either. Um, but you could probably mention that saying I can keep you all alive. I mean, like That's I could see lame. like, I could see Robin in the TV show and like Titan or in Teen Titans the cartoon maybe saying that, but like God, just when Richie says it, I'm just like just fuck off. You you could at least explain like I have these these things instead of like this glib edgy answer, um, just fuck fuck fucking Richie anyway, um, all right the uh, after this scene at the uh, training at this warehouse because uh, that's where their their whole like we gotta get working as a team thing comes in. Um, we cut back to the new dad of the nuclear family who's getting, like, created, which means that they dragged a guy off the street, I think, and then, like, started brainwashing him. The actor who plays the, uh, the, uh, new dad is supposed to be screaming in a chair while he's getting, like, clockwork orange, where, like, yeah. his eyes are forced open and getting, like, brainwashed. But he's, like, going, ah! It instead is like, of actually screaming. It is, like, the most pathetic scream I've ever heard. It was just like, ah! I was like, this is, like, some whisper scream shit. This this is an actor who has a job the next day that he thinks is much more important than this bit job on Titans. Yeah, it's like, I just... I'm here for an episode. Let's just get this done. Yeah, I don't... I don't want to hurt my voice. I, I need to, like... I have other things to do. Which, you know, fair enough. I guess, like, if... <laughs> You're on Titans, you uh, you look at the script and you go, maybe I don't need to give 100% on this. Yeah, it's just like the worst scream I've ever heard. I'm like, god damn it, I hate I. Everything. It's not the worst, <laughs> but it's it's not good. Um, So we then we then uh, show him going back to the nuclear family, uh, which is now the mom of the two kids. Um, 
and uh, there, there's a filler line of them waiting for him to come to the door where the where the son says like, "Why can't we have two moms?" Uh, yeah, and I'm like, I don't know. That's weird? not really a joke. I, I, maybe it's to be inclusive, or I mean, maybe it's a joke that they're conservatively the nuclear family, but like they're not really they're not really a nuclear family because this also takes place in like 2017 or whatever the show was filmed yeah uh hayden as a person with two moms did you feel seen by this lie no did this mean anything I, to I, you d- i didn't care i was like i guess you can have two moms but the whole thing is they're like we're trying to be like the perfect family it's like so it's like yeah you can still be like a good family with two moms i guess or this kid's just really progressive for being a like brainwashed little dude i just yeah we bro i don't know it's 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 not really it's it's like a it's like more of a philosophical question that he's asking about the writing of the show like that's because it is just we we need to have a line to like fill time here yeah it's just i guess it's like to fill out our runtime yeah i i don't understand why they put that in it's not it's not like funny it doesn't like teach us anything the the sun doesn't matter as a character. It's just, it, it said. Um, yeah. So yeah, we, uh, which describes the nuclear family well. It's not really fun. They're not really funny. They don't really give a lot. They're and, not uh, funny, and they don't. Them. They don't give anything to this series, which is why I bring it back to. I don't know why they're here. Like I legit have no clue. I guess why they're just they- filler filler shitty villains to like for pan- half the like, fucking season apparently it's stupid yeah to they, pander they to really, the old fans who are gonna be watching this show they really were banking on the idea i'm sure that they were getting more than one season which they did they uh, did Doom patrol got canceled and this keeps going which is unfair it's unfortunate because yeah. it should have been the other way around because doom patrol is actually really good <laughs> yeah um so they murder a car dealer uh yeah uh, the nuclear family yeah. does not not Richie at yeah. least not yet maybe 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 down the line <laughs> we'll wait <laughs> we'll we'll see we'll um, so they, they murder their a car dealer who who murders I don't understand why they sold the car that they had I think I mean Richie liked that car he likes his car I like my car <laughs> I I uh. I don't. I think it was to like get them off their trail, but then immediately the they um they know the exact dealer that he bought from, uh, presumably because uh, they track the car that he was in. So really, he just got that car dealer killed for nothing. Maybe a, it bought them a little bit of time, but like it it really felt pointless, and that guy got murdered for like nothing, um, le- leaving more corpses in their way. Yeah, it was literally. Honestly, I think it was just to be like, hey, they're evil. Look, they killed someone. Huh. Yeah, That's my impression it, of the writers. It's they're not really fun villains. They're not really funny. They uh they don't do anything particularly interesting and they don't feel like real characters. Um they're just goons. So whatever. Um So uh So then we um we cut to Gar having a uh, conversation with Rachel. So we, we have Tiger Boy talking to Rachel and he's like transforming his like electricity going through your body. So again, powers are like a puberty metaphor or whatever. Yeah. And Rachel, Rachel and Tiger Boy are like goofy kids. They're just real happy to talk to each other. And it's just, it's nice in its own way, but like it really, it really hammers home that this Rachel is absolutely nothing like Raven. 
No, it hammers like, home that they are writing this. Um, like it hammers home that they are writing Rachel as like a discount eleven essentially, and that she yeah. is like just a kid learning to be a kid. I'm like, she was shown in episode one to be just a normal teenage kind of girl. Like she was yeah. shown to have like a teenage personality. Like she had the snark and they've just completely dumped her down like over the course of the series so far, which is yeah. disappointing because yeah. they honestly could have like made her more like the Raven that we all know and that we all appreciate. Yeah, well, like you don't have to make her like, this monotone, rolling rasp kind of girl, but you honestly could have given her more edge, and they just completely like buffed out all edge. Yeah, they did. I I'll say that. Um, I mean, we we got shades of that in episode two because we saw the scene where like she's sitting there and that like they uh, she and Richie like order a pizza when they're on the road and she's just like being all snarky and sassy. And, yeah. Uh, you know, being like all distant, but then like she's watching Game of Thrones and then she's like. Uh, she's talking to a uh, dove and we skip their entire interaction because we, we have more time with the nuclear family than we do with dove. So the writers seem to think their, their time is more important than, than doves, uh, which Jesus Christ, this show. Um, <laughs> but we know that she is delighted. Rachel was delighted to talk to dove and, uh, seemed to really enjoy being around her Yeah, and was like delighted to like, like gleefully exclaiming that game of Thrones had dragons, which again is an insane. That's an insane thing for a teenager to not know about. Um, <laughs> uh, so it just, she's, we, we, from the beginning, we've had these like two conflicting sides of Raven or Rachel being like, kind of like raven like a little bit like raven where she's like snarky and sassy and like sort of dark and distant or whatever and then on the other hand you just she's a goofy kid that delights in talking to literally anyone but richie which i mean yeah i guess just, i'm like yeah richie's just a piece of shit so it's just richie it's sucks fine. so like richie sucks. i get i get being shitty to him but like being kind of shitty to him is sort of what makes rachel like raven and those interactions are kind of sweet they yeah, are like their interactions were endearing yeah, they were they were kind kind of in the ballpark of something maybe like something out of Teen Titans. Like Ra- Rachel and and Tiger Boy arguably are a little bit too a little bit too sweet off the bat. They're they're a little bit too like goofy kids together for for me to be like this feels like Teen Titans. It just feels like you know te- teens who are happy to be together show. Um, but uh, that's fine. But like, that's the only relationship we care about. And uh, speaking of relationships, because I I think that Beast Boy Tiger Boy has no relationship with uh, Starfire or uh or Richie. He doesn't really speak to them at all. They barely acknowledge that he's there outside of a joke about seeing him naked. They don't seem to care about him much at all. No, they don't. Like him being there is completely inconsequential. And I'm like, to so them. yeah. Why did you bring him up? Whatever. But I'm like, I enjoy the interactions between Rachel and Garfield. I think they're sweet, but I just hate how much they've dumbed her down to make her a child. Yeah, no, I I think that they're kind of sweet, but like I think that they're they're pretty surface level. So far, the only relationship that I kind of like is probably her her and Tiger Boy and her and Richie, and even then. Richie is so overshadowed by how badly written that he is. And let, let's talk about his relationship with Starfire because uh, in this episode, uh, so uh, Richie describing, uh, well, actually, when Rachel says that she thinks her darkness powers 
are going to uh or no whenever starfire thinks that rachel's darkness powers could potentially end the world he goes it's bullshit yeah it's like it's bullshit it's like um i I, I have i have how have you not what the fuck is wrong with you um just there's so much evidence that there there's so much more going on um so uh, by the way starfire does say about uh tiger boy and uh rachel lisa she says they're cute together so like the writers are basically going see this is it this is the show this is what this is what you get um uh when richie talks about being robin he refers to it as a civilian contractor job which go fuck yourself uh richie when talking about working with batman he says i trusted the wrong person i'd rather not talk about what happened again sounds like he was molested (laughs) It really does. And I'm like, dude, I get you have some rooted issues here with Batman, but, like, he, like, won't even um, bring up his name. And then I just think it's fucking hysterical that, like, after they see Robin in, like, his suit, they're just like, do we get to be ma- meet Batman? I'm like, yo, wait. <laughs> yeah. Do this, we? The, uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't maybe we will probably i don't know i don't fucking know i don't i don't particularly want to meet batman i don't know i don't care because right now he's just like a creepy looming shadow i really want to emphasize here that batman being a bad guy is not necessarily like a bad thing i'm willing to accept batman being a bad guy i'm down for that frank 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 miller batman is already kind of a monster um that's but that's not a thing you put in the side of your story. That's like your whole story. If the lead yeah. is Batman is evil, like Batman is evil is not a detail in your in your Teen Titans universe. That is the lead story. No, you don't make that just like oh yeah. So Batman's like kind of an ass. It's like no no no. You you lead with that. You make that the story. So if you want to tell a Batman story, you tell a Batman story. Yeah. If don't, you want to tell a Titan story, tell a Titan story. Yeah, absolutely. I I hundred percent agree with that. Um, so Richie has a little thing about like working behind a mask, you can become like a sociopath, because he's like you get used to doing things or whatever. But I mean, like we we've already seen that Dove and Hawk, uh, don't reach that point. So Richie is again sort of talking out of his ass. Um, yeah. So unless he also thinks they're sociopaths, I, I mean, he seems to think they're kind of reckless, but yeah, he does. But also, but they think he's a sociopath. They think he's a sociopath. With I mean, he is kind of yeah. I mean, it's it it's weird. He's angsty about it, but he doesn't. It's weird. Um. Uh, Rachel's watching a kids' TV show. I forget what. I don't know if you remember what it was. I don't remember, but it was like very childish, and it just solidified the fact that again they've dumped her down and it's just like no she's like watching a kid's she's the kid and i'm like she was very she's just become like very childish since episode one and i'm like more and more yeah more and more it's just like shouldn't the fact be like how i think it would make more sense and it would be more in tune with um with Raven. Like, well, not just with Raven, but like with how she was portrayed at the beginning of episode one is it seemed to me when it started that she was almost having to grow up too fast. Like, yes. and like look out for her mom and shit like that. You would assume that she would be more mature and would be snarkier because she had to grow up too fast. And you'd think that would feed into her character, but it's really not. 
Yeah, she. you'd think she would be rushing to, like, close people off and, like, try to be more secretive and, like, be more selective about who she trusted. But, like, immediately, anytime, outside of, like, the nuclear family, anytime she is presented with a group of people that could be construed as a family or, like, new, like, caretakers, she she jumps on it. Like, episode two, she's, like, ready to be, like staying with hawk and dove she the only thing that she would want is for richie to stay with them so that the only kicker there is richie otherwise she seemed to be delighted with the idea of like being adopted by hawk and dove yeah episode three episode three she seems delighted to be taken in at the convent by the nuns she's like so happy to be there and just be taken care of episode four she is just downright fucking beside herself with joy uh with the doom patrol taking her and so she she is she is more game to be treated as a child and to be like pseudo adopted by like every, every new group that she runs into yeah, she's than just she like, is to like really develop and like grow up and try to be independent. No, they're just like it feels like she's a kid in foster care. Yeah, she just wants bumped. a family. She like, just wants a family and I'm like I get that your mom got like murdered in front of you and that sucks. I get it. That sucks. But like if like you want if the writers want to make uh Richie and Rachel have a connection then you need to show that and you know need to show that developing and not have her wanting to run off with every new person she meets cuz that just makes her seem dumb and reckless yeah it makes her seem dumb and reckless it also is, makes her feel more like a child that doesn't really have agency because it feels like she constantly just wants to go back to being a kid like she's not particularly interested in becoming independent which you think you would have the opposite reaction of like i have to be ready to take care of myself because my mom was murdered in front of me and these people keep trying to kidnap me and kill me i need to like get my shit on lock you you would think that that would be the thing that you that would be going through her head yeah you'd think that she's like okay well if this is the case and i'm being hunted by people i need to get my shit together and it's just <laughs> Yeah, it's like no, I need I need to be adopted by more and more by whoever can pick me up. Um, it's like so. It feels like she's hitchhiking from family to family. Yeah, and she just wants to be a kid, which uh, it's it's so right in front of uh, the writers to just be like, you can make her like Raven from other things. She just needs to like close herself off a little more and become a little bit more like. I'm tough. I gotta keep everything in check. I don't want the darkness to come out unless I need to bring it out so I can fuck people up if i need to like that seems such that's such an easy gimme to be like that's that's how you get from rachel in episode one who's kind of snarky to raven but they they don't seem to want to do that they just want to make her like a kid who will slowly get control of her darkness powers yeah her pseudo parents and i'm like if that's again if that's the story they're wanting to tell it's not clear it's really it feels like it really isn't it feels like the just like threw a bunch of ideas in a pot and it feels like they're blindly picking it out and like guess this is how we're gonna do this episode yeah it it definitely doesn't feel like teen titans and it definitely makes it feel like rachel rachel doesn't feel like she's learned anything because she has done the same pretty much mistake from episode two to episode three to episode four of i want a new family so i can be a kid again something fucks it up and then I have to run away or leave. Yeah. And just, it just, you would think that she would be a little bit more like, I gotta, I gotta get this going. And then like, 
not not be like ready to immediately default back to giggly kid which is absolutely yeah it doesn't show that like if she's going through turmoil they need to show that like they really do that isn't just her talking to a reflection which to get back to the recap because we are like 45 minutes in and we're not even done that's fine recapping the episode and then people can this 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 episode is like halfway through we're like halfway through this episode is a gold mine of content. This episode just because was of how shitty it is. A yikes. Um so um, for the first time Richie actually takes the mirror down from the wall because that's how her darkness side talks to her. So that's the first time that's happened where she's like just just ditch the mirror and then the problem pretty much goes away. So that's that's at least refre- refreshing in that she's learned, yeah, if we ditch the mirror then my darkness half can't like talk to me. Yeah, exactly. It's like, because that's been such a big thing where it's like, okay, but like with the nuns, she would have been fine if they hadn't strapped her to the table and left a mirror mirror in there. If they had just put her in the room and be like, hey, we're doing this for your own safety and don't put the mirror in there. It's like, why? Like, we've talked about this before. It's like, ladies are vain. They need to, you know, check their fucking reflections all the time. But it's like the nuns, they should have known. They should have not, or at the very least, she should have put it together. Like, Rachel should have put it together. Like, my reflection talks to me. Just get rid of the mirror. Like, that's, that seems like, even if they didn't do it, that request at least would have felt like, I'm trying to be proactive about this not happening. Um, because you can see in episode one already that she's seeing, like, her reflection talking to her. All right, so Richie takes down the mirror, and then Rachel says to Richie, you need to show us what you can do. Which I mean, like... That's not, that's not particular, as much as I love, like, Teen Titans, Robin, she'd, be, she'd just be doing some kicks and, like, parkouring over, like, a, over, like, a dumpster. Yeah. Like, there's not, Or if we're gonna do, like, comic stick Grayson, he'd just be in spandex with a nice butt and being great and being a thick great character, thick Grayson, but he's also, like, best big brother ever in the comics. Like. Yeah. I'm like, if you really want to make this good. Make him more like comic stick Grayson, where he's good, like family member who has grown. I, I, yeah, I, I, I think we're a little bit past. If he suddenly turned into that, I'd, I'd, I'd still be, be like this. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm like, okay, just stick with your shit. Which writing. he might. Uh, remembering the end of this episode. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. So, so uh, we go into the next scene where where Corey, where uh, Starfire buys alcohol and brings it back, and. Richie, who has a self-control problem, is immediately like, yeah, I'm fine with drinking. Which, that that to me seems insane, where it's like, I'm worried that I beat the shit out of people when I get too angry. I'm gonna drink alcohol. Yeah. That is that is a horrible combination. What are you talking about? That's the perfect combination. That is, that is like, he is a lunatic. That's a recipe for success, Brad. <laughs> she... And she also says she is getting him to drink to try to confess things, which, like, I don't... There's so much going on here that I'm like, I don't think that's cool. And also him being cool with that and just being like, yeah, I will accept this alcohol. And I I know that I have self-control issues. I'm going to drink. It's just... We're going to drink to sensual pop music. (laughs) Yeah, no. The subtitle, because we watched this with subtitles, it's sensual pop music playing. And they... It, this is this is episode I, I want I want there to be a count. This is episode five. five. 
They met in episode three. Yep. It has been two episodes. They are already boning. They are already having sex. They're doing the bang. Two bang. episodes later. They I have mean, they have sex. If she um, if if your lady had a like had some weave like that, wouldn't you? <laughs> that oh, it looks terrible. Her wig looks like it was bought from Party City. That's uh what my friend uh Rachel mentioned. Hilarious that her name is Rachel, but she's good. She's great. She's a well rounded person. Yeah. But um, no, we were talking about the show. She's like, yeah, it looks like her hair was bought from Party City. I'm like, it does. Yeah, it's I'm willing to accept that because like what when it comes to costuming in this show, I just feel I'm so beaten down by everything else. That that I'm willing to accept the weird wig. It's just like, God. So, So. the actors are doing their best in this show. Let me let me reiterate. They're they're doing the best with the script that they have. But Starfire decides to bone Richie, which, by the way, she has seen this man beat a man almost to death in front of his child about a day or two beforehand. Um, yeah, and she was even, like, screaming at him to stop. So it's just like, um, why is he suddenly, like, the hottest thing since things that are hot? Yeah, just from her perspective, I do not see a reason to sleep with this dude. He, no. you've seen him be nice to one child, to exactly one child. He he is nice to Rachel, and that's that's, that's it. pretty much it. He is, generally speaking, otherwise a passive aggressive or sarcastic asshole to literally everyone else. Um, I don't I don't get it. Um. But they bone, and then it plays out like she's like, "Oh, you gonna tell me more stuff?" And then he's like, "No, I'm gonna go out on patrol." It nothing, nothing about their relationship changes. It's just, well, I boned him, and now I'm I'm feeling kind of sad that he's disinterested. So like the the scene may as well not have happened. She may as well have made a move on him, and then he said no. But because this is American TV, where it's like, oh, we gotta be sexy and bloody and gory, and like you know, you gotta show some titty in there, which I I don't remember if we see any titty, but yeah. Gotta be hardcore, cause we mentioned we mentioned. Uh, no, we don't see any titty. Um, okay. I don't think we even saw like a bare butt. Uh, no, I don't think so. But you um, know, they mentioned Game of Thrones by name in episode two. Therefore, yeah, so they're, they're like they're hardcore. We gotta have some hardcore. We gotta throw some sex in there, cause that's how, that's how you make a good show, right? That's how you get them. That's how you get them. That's how you get them. Um, so. The, the broad the broad uh levels of character between rachel watching game of thrones and rachel watching little kid tv um yeah it shows again how much they've buffed out any edge she could have possibly had this is true um so so uh starfire leaves the room and then the motel owner comes back and the motel owner is like hey do you wanna you wanna maybe bone and richie's like no, no I, don't. I don't i don't think so I don't I don't understand what makes Richie so sexually desired. Also He's not the motel owner is the second blonde lady who seemed kind of into Richie or the third one if you count Dove. Fucking uh, die. Who has died or died or been like assaulted to the point of death. Because like the first is his partner, and then it was Dove, and then it's this motel motel lady. How he I just don't... has bad luck with blondes. That's why they don't have to bad luck with blondes, but uh <laughs> I don't. I don't want to know what Tara would look like in this show. Terrible. I, if they did, they did her. Oh, terrible. That That's wasn't true. even intentional. But there it is. 
terrible. No, it, it would be worse probably than the movies. Oh yeah, no, the movies I uh, will forgive. I well, you say that. I think if you tried to rewatch them, I'll forgive them over this, Brad. This this is fair, but I know you. There's no rewatching them anytime soon. Um. So. So she gets murdered by the nuclear family because nuclear family shows up. Um, Motel owner gets murdered. They assault everyone. They, they assault like Richie and Starfire and Starfire's powers don't really work because the sun isn't out. Yeah. She's like, what did I can't remember what she says? She's like, ah, it's out or whatever. Fucking sun or something. Yeah. Oh, uh, bad writing. It's uh, about it. Yeah. Uh, the, um, tiger boy. Uh, can't really get his powers to work at first because he's all nervous. Rachel can't control her powers, so she's nervous about getting them out. So they're they're winning for a little bit. Richie gets thrown out a window yeah. uh, onto a car, and then it's like, yeah, and they the nuclear family pretty much surrounds uh, Tiger Boy and Starfire and Rachel, and then Richie shows up in the Robin outfit as though that's supposed to be really intimidating. It, it sure is. Men in spandex are very intimidating very intimidating um it's if there's one thing robin is he doesn't have like an intimidating presence either so it just looks no. goofy like it just comes no. across goofy it comes across that he got in his like larper outfit exactly i'm like are you you can go live action role play i mean i've done it so i can't make fun of it but also you can go larp you going to the yeah, like, comic-con larping is fine but it's really hard for them to pretend that in this gritty show that a guy throwing on a costume that has no powers. It doesn't really add any powers that we're aware of. No, it doesn't. Of. He doesn't even have, like, it's... a utility belt or anything or, like, yeah, he's he has working Robin with nothing. He has robber ranks, and that's fucking it. Yeah, At so least it doesn't... have them explode or something. Yeah, or something. But, I mean, I guess we're fighting humans, so, like, that would that would straight up murder people, and we're, be, we're ambiguous, <laughs> at least, about whether he's doing that. Um, So... <laughs> So then they win, Tiger Boy transforms or whatever, and then they win the fight. And then they tie up the nuclear family, and uh, they put them in the hotel, um, and they interrogate them for a little bit. They separate them, by the way. They have the they have they have Rachel and Tiger Boy or try to intimidate and interrogate the uh, the kids, which yeah, obviously doesn't work. Why um, the parents stupid. also? Um, yeah. Also, uh, Tiger Boy re- recognizes Robin as being Batman psychic, which again, I have to ask, why do people know Batman? How do people know Batman? Is there a Justice League? Is Superman real? There's so many questions. Honestly, I that, think it is because, um, we've touched on this in previous episodes, but Gotham and Jump City, which is where Teen Titans takes place. Yeah. Usually, unless we're in Detroit, like in this like we're not yeah. in detroit currently but you know what i mean um yeah. he like people in jump city know who batman is and vice versa yeah so i'm assuming they're going on that and they're just assuming that people are gonna know that right. i don't know I... there's a lot of assumptions being made on like the writing staff's part yeah that's true i mean <sighs> The, the nice thing about Jump City, at the very least in the Teen Titans show, is that um, it doesn't... When you know that Jump City is in, like, California, because it's basically San Francisco, 
and it's on the other side of the country from Gotham, so it's like you know you don't you don't have to be questioning where Batman is because it's like I mean he's not yeah he's 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 working in like New York or whatever. Um, with this, it's like we're traveling all over the place because super it's superheroes without borders or whatever. So it's like <laughs> we have we have uh, can that be the name of this episode? Superheroes, superheroes. without borders. That's that's a little bit too uh that's a little bit too nice of a nice of a description I think. Uh, Superheroes without borders sounds like sounds like it would be like a like Doctors Without Borders. It sounds too charitable. Exactly. Um, it's, it's a little too nice. Uh, um. So, but like I I just I I get messed with by that just because I'm like I don't I don't quite understand how the logic of this world works. Um. Because they are traveling all over the place. And later, spoiler, Batman sends new Robin, Jason Todd, to come and save Richie. Um, Instead of just showing up himself, which seems to be more logical. I need to touch on this. Yeah. Jason Todd is less violent than, like... Than Richie. Than Richie? Yeah. Like, how does that make any sense? Because Jason Todd... Huh? Hold on, hold oh. on, hold on. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta wait. To, gotta, gotta get to, gotta get there. Okay, my rage is building, but okay. I know. <laughs> let it boil. Let it simmer for a couple oh, seconds, then the lid can explode coming. off it's of the stove. It's fucking coming, bro. Let's go. All right. So they they interrogate them, and then they find out the location of Doctor Adamson, who I believe is in Chicago, mm-hmm. who is the guy that runs the nuclear family, and uh. And this is, like, the primary established antagonist that we've seen so far. This is, like, the main bad guy that has been hinted for the past five episodes. This okay. is the main guy. This is him. Uh, this is this is, this is is who we thought may have been Brother Blood. Yeah. Richie shows up and is like, hey, you gotta tell me what the fuck is going on. And Dr. Addison, Adamson's, like, pretty much, um, he's pretty much like, hey... I'm part of the Trigon cult. They're going to show up here in a minute and kill both of us. Like, they never once say that it is actually the Trigon cult. It's just kind of implied. And you just kind of assume. Especially because everyone's after Rachel. So you can only assume that it's, like, a cult to Trigon. Because that's the only logical thing. It's either Trigon or her dad is literally Satan. Yeah. It's it's just they mention it's her dad and it's a cult. It's pronounced Satine. Indeed. Um, in regards to the nuclear family, they're still tied up at the hotel. Um, they leave them alive for interrogation. I don't know why they don't kill them because we've, we've had no, no problems with that before. No. And it's just most like, of the time. Cause and then by the way, they're, they're go ahead, go ahead. No, go I was going to say, cause Starfire, like if they've already interrogated them, Starfire has already just like full on toasted the previous dad, like without fucking thought. Yeah. So she snapped that one guy's neck in a hotel. Exactly. In the, so it's in like the first episode. What is like? Are like they're like? Oh shit! We need to be nicer because we're dealing like we're around kids now, maybe. But I'm like, mm, that I don't fucking know. I don't know. I don't know. Richie maybe has problems with killing people, but that's not really ever clear. No, um, it's not. Uh, so Doctor Adamson sets off a little device that makes the nuclear family's heads explode. Um, which by the way, it's done in like a comic fashion where like their heads seem to pop. Yeah. And then Starfire comes in the room and then she sees that their heads have all blown up and she goes, oh shit, Dick will think I did it. And it's like, ah, this. And you're waiting for like, it's so dumb. And for me, like I heard her say that and I was waiting for like the drum kit, the, but um, 
shit. I was yeah, like, like the where's, studio applause. Yeah, where's my studio applause? Where's my laughter shit? Like, <laughs> that's what I was waiting for with this episode, with that shit. Starfire, like, Starfire. Starfire fucks and has no problem with killing people. This is, uh, I, I did have a note here that she's pretty much new 52, um, Starfire. Yeah. Where she's just like here to, here to bone and battle. Yeah, it's pretty much. Um, which great. Cause uh, like the thing about Starfire in the comics, like she was all re- she was always like a sexual being, but like when new 52 rolled around, she was just like, so sex object, sex object. Yeah, as far as I understand it, New 52 basically made it to where, like, they eliminated a lot of the other aspects of her character to where the sex became, like, the primary thing that she was interested in. Mm -hmm. And it was very frustrating. Yeah. Um, Okay, so uh, he's Richie's with Adamson. He left everybody else back there, by the way. Yeah, he just Um, went by himself because Richie. Because Richie Grayson. Um. So the cult, mem- the cult of Trigon members show up, and they're not like dressed like cult members. They're like a SWAT team. Mm-hmm. Um, so they show up, and then Richie's having trouble beating them, and I believe they shoot Doctor Adamson and kill him immediately. Yeah, I think um, so. I think so. Um, uh. he 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 dies very calmly. Yeah, he just kind of um, lets it happen. I'm like, all right, cool. You were boring anyway. Enough. What? Yeah, so we have no idea who the new villain is going to be. Again, we presume maybe bro- maybe Brother Blood, maybe something like that. But maybe. now we are left, we are a brotherless ship now. We know only that Trigon or Satan or whatever is the final villain. Uh, but we have no idea what that's going to look like or what that's leading into. Yeah, I don't know. So they shoot Adamson. Richie has some trouble taking down the SWAT team. And then... Lo and behold, Robin shows up, uh, new Robin, who is Jason Todd, and he literally says, like, sup, bro, I'm Robin. Yeah. Or I'm the new Robin. He, he, I think he says, sup, bro. I'm pretty sure he does. Yeah, uh, that's the end of the episode. Yeah, and he, like, why is he, that's the end of the episode, so back to my fucking shit about Jason Todd. So the thing is, like, um... Robin, like, Dick Grayson Robin was, like, I think the acrobatic Robin. Yeah. Uh, Jason Todd was the violent Robin. And then, like, Tim Drake was, like, the brainiac one. And that was the whole thing. And why is, like, why did they swap the personalities of Dick Grayson and Jason Todd? Because Dick Grayson is just, like, this angry gremlin of a human Sorry, I hate him, yeah. and I have no other words. I'm like, no, you're an angry gl- gremlin who's like, Batman, uh, when I put on my Robin costume, I turn into something I hate. Uh. Like, he makes his Robin persona out to be, like, this fucking monster. And I'm like, all right, come on, dude. But, like... He, he also talks about, like, Robin is out of control, which Robin is not an intimidating name. No, it, it's not. It's really not. And it's, it's honestly funny. But, like, Jason Todd, I'm like... Why do I like this character more? <laughs> I like Jason Todd more than I like Dick Grayson, and that's not supposed. That's not how it's supposed to be. Yeah, cool. um, like Jason Todd is a likable character. Like he's he's not a good person, but like in comics wise, he's a likable character because he's interesting. But like, still, it's just uh, why? Like, is this just to give? more conflict for 
Richie, I guess. Yeah, I I suppose so. I and then uh, maybe maybe he'll be part of the Titans. Who knows? I who knows where this show's going? I I can't I can't predict what's going to happen outside of just more Trigon shenanigans and oh, probably, probably probably Rachel and uh Tiger Boy will smooch and probably Richie and Starfire will have sex again. Yeah, most um, likely. I know they do have sex again because like in later episode preloaded for me once while I was just like watching them and I was like, wait, this is the wrong episode. And I was like, oh, it starts with them under the sheets. Great. I know what's happening now. Great. And then they boned a lot sooner than I expected. Yeah. Uh, they have no chemistry, by the way. Mm-mm. No, even when they're just like they- kissing leading up to it, I'm like, I feel nothing. Yeah, and Richie's reaction afterwards where he seems to also feel nothing seems to indicate, yeah, I there's not a lot going on here. No, but they're going to try um, they're going to push it because Raven and because Robin and Starfire, guys, it's a canon. That's a thing from the comics thing. That's yeah, it's canon. You can't it's, you can't change it's that. It's the thing. It's like uh, we're, I mean, we're trying to follow the source material, you know, on this one exact thing. It's uh, hello. So, um this is running a little long. It is, uh, but that's so, fine. Yeah, it's fine. Um, but we, uh, I guess let's let's do some really quick thoughts and then uh, let let's uh, let's take it out for for the day because I think that sounds good to me. I'll say this much: this, we're back in form. <laughs> this this episode uh, this episode definitely gave us a lot to think about. Not just like reflecting on the Teen Titan show, just. Just thinking about this episode as a, as a sum total where two characters who don't have chemistry bone. Mm-hmm. Where Rachel is, again, a giddy child. Yep. Outside of when she's scared of using her powers. Where the nuclear family pops in, uh, has their heads explode, and the person that's been established as, like, the primary antagonist running the cult... Is gone. Or as a high member of the cult, is now gone, and we have no real figure to replace them. And we suddenly introduce the idea that Jason Todd is around. Um, it's it's a lot of it's a lot of lore dumping, and it's a lot of um, it's a lot of bad characterization. Uh, we still have no relationship between Tiger Boy, Starfire, and Richie. They don't. They see his junk. That's it. They they uh, haven't really interacted he... enough for me to like care about that. Really, mind you, I don't really care about any relationship in this series. But um, yeah, no, no, that, that that's fair. They just don't. They haven't given us anything to root for, and I'm just like, <sighs> yeah. I I was rooting for Rachel initially in the show, but like now, because I was like, oh, you know, she's a scrappy kid. She's making the best of it. But like now, I'm just kind of like, you know, she's. She's fine. Yeah, she, she's, she's there. She's taking it all right. She's, she's willing to be adopted by whoever will come along. <laughs> like, so, are I mean, you like, my she's, mom? Okay. She's, she's taking it great. She's doing she's doing fantastic, all things considered. Um, she's doing just fine. There's, there's not a lot of guilt. There's not a lot of, like... There, she's, she barely seems to care that... Like, she seems sad, I think, in episode three, reflecting on her mom at the convent, but, like, uh... She doesn't seem to be that... She's She's pretty much good now. No, she doesn't um, really seem or, torn up about it, and it's frustrating. Yeah, uh, we instead of instead of perhaps a tender scene where like maybe if, if just 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 to toss it out there, a tender scene instead of Richie and Starfire boning, perhaps perhaps have had a scene where like just to establish more of a relationship between these characters, 
if you want to have it be that she's a kid or whatever, fine, whatever. Maybe a scene of like Rachel like crying in her sleep, uh, thinking about her mom, and maybe she whispers "mom" under her breath or something, and then like maybe have a scene of like Starfire and Tiger Boy having a conversation about that, and then like maybe include Richie and then be like, you know, we really care about her, we want her to be okay. What would be the best for her? And that's like, I guess, being on the run perpetually. Just something, something like that to really hammer home the emotional point. As opposed to just a scene of two characters boning to pop music. Yeah. That, that I think would have been far more impactful and meaningful. Just sitting down and talking about the emotions of the, of the people involved. That isn't just, I hate fighting like everyone else in this show, like Richie does. Yeah. Or it's... like, yeah, this is what transforming feels like. It's like, no, just you just talk about feelings. Yes. Because that was the whole thing. Like, we talked about this, like, while we were watching the show or, like, watching the episode. It's, like, the whole thing with Teen Titans has always been about relationships. It's, yes, they have powers and stuff like that, and that is a factor. But it has never been, like, the driving force. It is about these kids learning to have relationships with one another, whether it be romantic or platonic. And it's just learning to be learning about yourself, learning about your relationship to other people. And that's always what it's been about. And that's what makes it so interesting. And that's why the cartoon did so well, because they did focus on personal growth and they focused on character relationships. And I think that's why it succeeded so much. Yeah, there was the superhero stuff and that was fucking fun because it's a superhero show. But this show... But, But they make you care. They made us... They got us to care. And this show does not make me care. At all. Like, I don't care about any of these characters. Yeah, I also don't care. Like, Richie could die next episode, and I'd be like, yeah, whatever, fine. It doesn't matter. Starfire could die. Maybe Tiger Boy dying would make me feel a little bit sad, or Rachel dying would make me a little bit sad. But if Richie or Starfire died in the next episode, I'd be like, okay, cool. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. (sighs) All right. But yeah, I'd be yawning just like I am right now. Yeah, I'm slowly dying, but yeah, I pretty much, like, I don't really have many final thoughts outside of Raven has regressed into this, like, child, and it just frustrates me because, like, I saw the potential for her character, and they didn't bother to flesh her out. Uh, The relationships are wooden. Um, They were introducing, like, Dr. Adamson, like, he was going to be, like, a very prevalent character and then all of a sudden like we, then we got nothing we don't even really know who he was like yeah, outside he was just of, a cult member he's just a cult member and i'm like that's okay but you at least need to establish that yeah like his his equivalent in heroes the healing guy at least had like a long storied history of like being part of this organization yeah exactly and like ran a casino and then like did all these things because he thought i I, I believe if memory serves, he thought it was for like the good of mutant kind or whatever. And it's like, oh yeah, then that there's there's a lot going on there. There there's a reason as to his actions. But here it's just there's no you know, reason just wants for... to bring back Trigon. Yeah, yeah, it just doesn't feel like nothing feels grounded. It just feels like ideas on a page, and these characters feel like they don't feel fleshed out. Like even just yeah, no, not at all. Like I can tell these actors are doing their best with what they're given. And what they're and it sucks as an actor when you're not when you're given something that's just not good and you're just like I'm just gonna do my best like the guy in the chair the guy in the chair encapsulates yeah. how I feel watching this show ah uh. <laughs> just ah uh, just monotone screaming yeah 
that's that's really all that it yeah, is. Yeah, I um, think that pretty much covers this episode. We've run longer, um, but this was like uh, yeah. we, we needed to get back into it and bitch we, some we more. We gotta get back into it. Um, I'll I'll say as a, as a quick note, I think if memory serves, they're going to introduce even more main characters uh, as the show goes on. I think I remember reading about that that there's more there's more titans that join. Um maybe that would be fun like because obviously like teen titans had cyborg and then they had terra for a while so i mean like five or six members isn't terrible um yeah no that's fine but i'll I'll say that i really wish the we we burnt through half the show and they should have introduced the new member sooner yeah um, if anything like if i Jason guess the, or whatever. i guess if anything they would bring them in at the end of the season and then have season two be more about those characters, which would be stupid, but with the pacing of this show, I don't know what else to expect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, cause I'll, I'll say just talking about superhero shows. Cause we talked about this in episode zero. Um, with young justice, one of my biggest complaints with that show is just, there's too many characters. Yeah. Like you, they put in so many fucking characters that it's impossible to care about all of them, which is also a problem in season five of Teen Titans where like they introduce all the new ones. Cause it's like, ah, we get basically no time with the core cast. Yeah. Because they're jumping all around and I'm like, season five was problematic for its own reasons. Like there were some good episodes in season five, but also like they were jumping around so much and it just didn't, I... it felt disjointed and but even that is a better season than what we've been watching cuz none yeah. of these characters feel grounded in reality none of them do and i even even teen titan season 5 with all of its problems mm-hmm. and uh and young justice uh, at least the first season with all of its problems are still better shows than titans i dare dare i say teen titans go is probably better than titans because at least i understand that there is a comedy team there that is attempting to write comedy that while i do not personally enjoy it when it's not maliciously attacking people that like teen titans i'm sure there's probably some decent jokes in there um so that show is probably better than this one this is this is a train wreck uh but it's our train wreck yep and we're gonna ride this train until the bitter end and that's the note we're ending. Yeah, it's like we're just gonna go, go, go ahead. Go and choo choo, motherfuckers, let's go. Also, to quote you at the end of every episode, I miss Cyborg. I miss Cyborg too. <laughs> he would be. It would be so much more meaningful if, like the if the characters that were talking to each other the most every episode weren't the ones that were either going to be teens who kiss or adults who bone. Yep. That. Yeah. Get that shit out of here. Do you think Jason Todd and dick grayson are gonna kiss at this point i wouldn't be shocked we 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 seem to have a real problem with uh with with <laughs> with character with male characters talking to each other in non-confrontational ways so maybe maybe i would not that would may you know you know what i'll I don't take know. that jason todd uh, seems too young <laughs> jason todd seems he's too not young. a cute let's, uh, blonde lady he, he isn't which means he'll survive at least maybe even though jason todd never survives well, I don't know. Yeah, Who we'll, knows? we'll see. We'll see how long he survives. <laughs> and I think Let's that's where we should survive. end it. <laughs> yeah, before we die. Before um, we die, Thanks, everybody, too. for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening to our bullshit again. Yeah. Uh, Hayden, is there anything you want to plug this episode? 
Uh, no, not this episode. <laughs> follow us on Twitter and Instagram yeah, and all that stuff. At, she's at Hey Bill Voice on Twitter. I'm at Anime underscore Brother on Twitter. Um, go watch Double Decker. It's uh, <laughs> Double Decker, Doug, and Kirill. I, I have no association with it, but I, I, I've been watching it, and it's a pretty good cop show. It's a pretty good cop anime. Uh, it's way better than this show. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Good night, everybody. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. 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 <laughs>